Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Well Well. This is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. We're back with you alone. It's been a while since <laughs> we haven't had a third person here. Yes. So I hope you've missed just us. Not that our guests were not wonderful, but you know, you you've missed just hearing Jarrell and I rant back and forth, right? Just the two of us. Oh, well done. That yep. I can't believe that's actually been the first time on this podcast you've just randomly. <laughs> Girl does that all the time, just in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, it's. Like a, I'm actually surprised as well. Yeah, it's like a Tourette's musical yeah. version. I have musical Tourette's. Yeah, that. that's yeah. It's a good diagnosis. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining us again. We are here today to talk to you about balance, mm -hmm. which I feel like is this thing that everyone is trying to achieve. And if this was an interactive podcast, like if you could talk back to us, we would ask who feels like they've maintained a good balance in their life. And maybe a couple people would raise their hand, but probably not many. But we are here to tell you why you're probably wrong and you might actually have a better balance in your life than you think. So Jarrell, do you think you have balance in your life? Um, so my, <laughs> I would say yes and no. <clears throat> um, because I feel like, and in some ways, uh, you know, if you want to look at like major areas of life, I feel like, oh yeah, like I have something going on in this area, I have something going on in this area, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I never quite feel like everything is operating at the level that I want it to be all the time. I would agree with that. And I would also say that I think you just hit the nail on the head as to why people are always stressed about balance is because mm -hmm. they're trying to get to this point where everything is exactly where they want it to be. Yeah. And I don't know that that's ever possible. Yeah. Because I think people think very long term um, in terms of like, you know, that it needs to be what you would want in the long-term ideal every single day. Mm. And that's not always possible. I think balance yeah. looks different depending on the day. Yeah, no, I think that's true. And I also think, so I feel like people usually have this view of balance. Like if balance is a pie, pie is great. So we'll talk about it in terms of pie. Um, peach, because it's still technically summer-ish, so we won't move to like the fall pies yet. So if balance is a peach pie, mm. each slice, how many slices are there in pie usually? I mean, it depends on how big the pie is. An average, that's an average size pie. That's like eight, maybe. Eight, okay. So if there are eight slices of pie, all of the slices are exactly the same size. So you have like work, family, friends, relationships, hobbies, whatever else that you want to put in, put as the slices of your pie. And they're all the same size and they each get your equal amount of attention every mm. single day. And that's the goal. I right. feel like probably most people are saying that that's their ideal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not, that's not realistic. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It's really not. <laughs> it's, it's never going to happen. And it also, I think that idea puts pressure on people to feel like they need to incorporate all of the same things that all of their priorities need to be the same. Like maybe some people don't want to put family in their pie at all. Right. Some people don't want to put hobbies or relationships in their pie at all. Mm -hmm. If people have been dating for a while on apps, I hear are pretty terrible. So maybe they have a couple experiences of that and then want to take it out of the pie entirely. Mm hmm. So, but just because with that, you know, very smart person who rightfully is, very frustrated with dating apps 
doesn't want to incorporate dating in their pie at this time doesn't mean their life isn't balanced. And I think that's the myth we have to break. Yeah. I mean, I think to hear you talk about this so far, you know, it kind of, to me, the biggest myth is that everything has to be the same, both like there has to be equal amounts of the things that are you considering for your pie, but also that everyone has the same pie, right? Um, Or like the same categories or themes. And in order to be like successful and good and happy, everyone has to have those same things and all of those same things have to be in equal amounts of importance and investment. And I don't think that's true at all. And I also think that's just not ever realistic. Like I'm thinking of, you know, somebody who just got a huge promotion at work, for example, Mm. a lot of their, or is working towards a promotion, a lot of their time is going to be spent on work Mm -hmm. and there are only so many hours in a day. So if you're working 10 hour days because you're trying to finish a big project or get a promotion or whatever it is, how are you supposed to fill your time equally with everything else there are not 80 hours in a day if we're going with the eight slice pie Mm -hmm. it's like actually impossible it defies physics is that physics Mm, i don't know i don't know science of some (laughs) type is not actually possible to have the same amount of balance new parents also i feel like really fit into this category i i've never had a small child that i'm responsible for but i hear it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. and i'm not really sure if that's taking up what like 23.5 hours of your day Mm -hmm. that you're supposed to then fit the other seven slices in the pie in that half an hour i mean that's not balanced but that's also as it probably needs to be right right yeah and i would also say like the way that i think about this is and, I, and the way I encourage people to think about this is that it's not just about time, right? It's also about energy and investment. So like when you were talking about the kid thing, that made me think about, you know, animal adoption. Obviously, I have a dog who I love very much. But I remember when I first got her, uh, which is coming up, her anniversary, our anniversary is coming up soon for her gotcha day. Um, you can't call it an anniversary. It sounds like you're yeah. doing that's true. <laughs> um, and, um, but we did fall in love that day. But, <laughs> but so like the, while there was more time, like I, that I was devoting to this new part of my life, it was much more an emotional journey and investment that I had anticipated, right? So all, like a lot of my uh, energy that wasn't required for work, for instance, that's where my brain was, right? I was thinking about her, worrying about her, trying to find the right things, making sure that she was okay and adjusting. And so it wasn't just about the time, it was also about how my mind was and my energy and my spirit was kind of moving throughout that period of adjustment. Yeah, that's a really good point because if you have something major going on in your personal life and you're at work or school, your mental energy is probably not at work or school or vice versa, right? Like if you've had a lot going on at work or, you know, whatever it is with fight with a friend and then you go see another friend, your mental energy probably isn't there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also okay to choose yeah. an in the moment imbalance life, right? Like I think it's more the long term. Like at some point you might be 
all in on work. And then when that need or want goes away, maybe then you're all in on family. At another time, you're all in on you because you really need to do stuff for yourself and develop interests outside of other people in your job. And in that, in those moments and in those spaces, you're imbalanced. But if you look at it over the long term, you actually are very balanced. You had a period of time for kind of everything to really be all in on. And it's also fine to just be all in on a couple things for the long term. Like if that's what makes you happy, why does it have to be balanced? Where did this idea even come from that everything has to be balanced? Mm. That doesn't even make sense. You know, it's like with food. There's certain, there the food pyramid, I was about to say like, I forget what this thing is called. The food pyramid has the tips for a balanced diet. And I know there are errors with the food pyramid, but it's a nice visual. Right. You just go with that. Not everything is equal, but right. that's the balanced diet. So right. where, I, I really don't understand where we got this idea that balanced has to equal, has to equal equal. So <laughs> I never said twice in a row, but I went with right. it. Right. Yeah. That's, and what's also interesting is that you were talking about the kind of like <clears throat> long-term perspective. And so even if you look at, um, you know, development across the lifespan, right? We live incredibly, naturally live imbalanced lives, right? So when you're an infant, obviously you can't really do much. Um, so there's, you're sedentary, you're just at the whim of whoever's taking care of you. As you get older, you enter school, right? And this is, you know, the typical kind of lifespan development, but obviously that varies. But, you know, the first theoretically the first 18 years of life are really focused on learning, right? You're really focused on getting some sort of education where that, whether that's strictly academic or it's academic and social and familial and, and learning how to relate to people. Like you're learning a lot. And then, then you enter this phase of adulthood, which is, you know, maybe there's still some learning if there's higher learning, but then the rest of it is like application of that learning for a while. Right. So you're, you're investing your energy, not so much in learning, but maybe more so in de developing and maintaining relationships and establishing a career. So those, those pieces of the pie take up a lot more time and a lot more energy. And most people spend a lot less time actively learning. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, then that changes, you know, people tend to have children if they have children at a particular age or get married at a particular age, it's a typical range for all those things to happen or an average range. And so like there, there's, it's interesting to think about that in terms of balance because our lives aren't ever really balanced to your point. Right. And it's also okay to choose that. I know I said that before, right. but I want to emphasize that. It's funny because a, a friend the other day asked me, how, how I was doing. I hadn't talked to her in a few weeks and she was like, how are things going? Um, and I, that was the first time I'd really thought about, she was like, what's new? I'm like, I'm not really doing anything. I'm running cause I'm training for a marathon and then I'm working and then I'm sitting. Mm -hmm. I had literally nothing else exciting to say. I felt very much a disappointment in terms of entertaining this person. Mm -hmm. But That is my balance right now. And I chose that. Mm -hmm. So I look at that and say, well, where is your time for seeing other people or doing this or doing that? It's not there. It's gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not a thing, but that's fine with me. 
I have periods of time where it's less intense and periods of time where it is. And like that works for me, but the majority of my pie for the majority of the year is taken up by running work and like three people Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I make it a priority to see because, you know, that's our relationship, but that's what works for me right now. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I want to say that to somebody who is getting a lot of crap for being in a similar position, because I think that that happens. You know, you have somebody who's really into their career or really into their side project. You know, maybe they're, you're an artist on the side or you play music or you write. And, you know, you always have those friends who are well-meaning, but a little annoying, who are like, no, what do you mean? Like, why are you spending so much time painting? You need to come out. You need to do this. And no, you don't. Mm -hmm. That's not a rule. You can do whatever makes you happy in terms of splitting your time. Because most of us, I assume, listening to this podcast are not independently wealthy. You have to work. You have to make money. So things that you have to do throughout the course of your day that you might not always choose on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So we don't even have our, all of our free time as it is. So you get to choose to spend your free time how you want to, even if it doesn't look like the stereotypical balance that it's supposed to look like. And I'm Mm -hmm. doing air quotes. No one can see this, but I am doing air quotes around supposed to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I I think there was a time I think it was um, uh, Dr. Chris Donahue at one point, who's like a, who's a therapist and a sexologist. Um, you love him. So if I love him Donahue, so much. If you're listening to this podcast, you have a very big fan. That's like, because honestly his work and the way that he speaks about, you know, sexuality and identity are so I think powerful, but <clears throat> one of the things that, I think I'm pretty sure he said it that stood out to me, which I always believed, but hadn't really heard it put together. So like succinctly, he said, self-determination is health. And I was like, wow, that's true. Right. So like being able to decide what works best for you is like a really strong way to be healthy. Right. So if you're listening to your body and, and doing what, giving it what it needs, not following necessarily what people say you should be doing with it. If you are thinking about living your life in balance and thinking about the things that are most important to you and not those sort of quote unquote objective standards that you're talking about, but thinking more about what you want and what you need, then you're living a life that is healthy for you. Yeah. That's such a good quote. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who knows Chris Donahue, feel free to, you know, tell him that we really appreciate his work as well. <laughs> pass, pass along the message, right? Like six degrees of separation. That's still a thing. Who was that actor? What? Who was the actor? Come on. I forgot. I knew at one point. I'm not you that bad. forget. Because I feel like he's irrelevant to me. You did not forget. I did forget. I don't know. Why are you, why am I being chastised? <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Oh, right. I remember because that was a Mad About You episode. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. It was was a Mad About You episode that involved that. Yes. I actually think that's the only reason I know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But isn't that, isn't that also from a movie? Maybe. Six Degrees of Separation. Are you asking me if there's a movie called Six Degrees of Separation? 
Isn't it a Will Smith movie? It could be. Okay. <laughs> if anyone knows, feel free to let us know. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I'm thinking. Which that's is why I was kind of like, you know, you know who. You know, now it sounds familiar because you've said it. And it's actually a very good segue into like another piece of balance is that you don't have to spend your time doing things if it doesn't fulfill you. Right. Which is why I don't know that Kevin Bacon <laughs> was the actor for, with six degrees of him. Right. I don't care about movies and I don't care about Kevin Bacon. And I don't think I could name a movie that Kevin Bacon is in. Not one? No, Kevin Bacon is in movies. <laughs> oh my gosh, Rachel. No, seriously, none. Like, not a one. Footloose. Oh my God, that's Kevin Bacon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Off right now. He looks so young. He was young. Huh. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I was like, you know one. I know you know one. Yeah. No, I've seen Footloose like 10 times. Right. No, I had no idea that was ever Kevin Bacon. <laughs> now I want to go back to all these 80s movies and be like, who are actually these actors? I never <laughs> who you didn't really know before or who have right. since become huge stars. Right. Yeah, no clue. No idea. Would never have thought to look who was in Footloose because what difference does it make? Right. But this is what I'm saying in terms of if it's not something that makes you happy, you don't have to do it. And I'm flashing to this image of like the really sad looking person at big parties who clearly looks like they would rather be home with a book, but for whatever reason has been forced or coerced or very strongly persuaded to come out to this event that they don't want to go to. And I think of all these things throughout the year that, you know, everybody talks about on social media, the Super Bowl award shows, the debates were last night that everybody's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Did you watch? And then there's like this stunned silence when people say no. Mm -hmm. You don't have to use your time to participate in things that don't fulfill you. And I feel like that's a message more people need to hear too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, and that would be the reason that you don't know about Kevin Bacon and that I do because I really do enjoy movies, film, TV, all that good stuff. And like, that's part of my thing in terms that's, you know, how I take care of myself and how I escape and how I also process some emotions and, and just like using these stories and experiences. Um, and so I pay attention to a lot of that stuff. So that's a bigger piece of my pie than it is of yours. You I don't have, think it's even in my pie. I was going to say, if anything, it's a sliver for you. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a much bigger slice for me. As And as we speak, I have not watched the Great British Bake Off baking show, whatever it's called now. It's been on Netflix for a couple of weeks and I have not seen an episode. And I'm a little salty about it, but I'm hitting it this weekend. So I'm very excited. Is that a thing that people watch as well? Oh, yeah. The big huge, huge show. Okay. Yeah. I can't watch people make food because then I want food. <laughs> Which is honestly another... You Which know, is usually my problem, actually. Well, so, but you see, and you don't bake enough. Well, I, no, no, no. I wasn't speaking about my problem for me. I'm saying my problem because of you. Oh. Because <laughs> you see something and then you send it to me and say, make this. Right. I don't bake. <laughs> You do. What's the problem? <laughs> you were a carpenter. You wouldn't make me a table? Probably not, you know, several times a year. No. That's rude. <laughs> That's very disrespectful. Yeah. No, I, I don't agree with that logic. Mm. 
But even with food, you know, this extends even past just like the mental health area, even with food, mm-hmm. people are very into that whole idea of like a balanced diet. Yeah. Also looks different depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. And that I feel like also needs to be said, especially I'm reminded of that, especially when you tell me that you don't need as much bread as I do. And I'm like, why aren't you eating your third roll? And you're like, I don't need three rolls. And I don't understand. Yeah. Who doesn't need three rolls? But apparently there are people who don't need three rolls. I mean, most people don't need three rolls, but you know. But bread is great. I'm not (laughs) their face full of carbs. I'm being somewhat sarcastic a little because I actually do think people would be very happy if they ate three rolls. I mean, that's true. But it's that idea that even that looks different for everyone. And yet that's another area in which there are just these stereotypical images of what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. And it's wrong. Yeah. And so I feel like this, the overall message is you don't have to listen to that if you don't want to. You should figure out what works for you and what balance looks like for you. And of course, you know, you have obligations or responsibilities to people, to work, to whatever else that you've committed to, but things should be a choice. You know, when you do something for a friend or a family member, it might not be an activity you want to do, but you're choosing to do it for that person. Mm. And that's a choice. You don't have to fall in line with what you think your balanced life needs to look like. You get to decide that for yourself. Yeah. And so I would encourage people listening to think about that a little bit more, you know, take some time write out your pie, you know, draw a pie. I'm probably couldn't draw a pie. I'm very bad at this, but if you are a good artist, you can draw a pie. Otherwise just make a circle with the line right? and see where things fall. And when you look at it visually, do you like what you see? And if you don't like what you see, what changes can you make? You know, start small if you can't change a bunch of things at once, but that balance should be your balance, not the world's balance. Yeah. And I would say like one to, and I think this is kind of what you're saying, but maybe, maybe not, um, is like, as you, as you draw your pie, like draw it as, as it stands right now and be honest. And then, but then also draw it in your ideal world. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Do that right? too. Right. And so then, and then look and see, because if there's discrepancy, right, then you can see, oh, like this is this section is taking up way too much of my time, energy, you know, investment. So I need to make an adjustment because that's actually not important to me. And I think that's one way people can get at understanding what their own stuff is versus maybe that they've fallen into these values or ideas of stuff that they've just absorbed just because, you know, osmosis being in the world. Yeah. And it's also good to check in too, just to see, if you might have fallen in one direction or the other unintentionally, you know, work comes to mind. Sometimes we get really wrapped up into, you know, something going on and we find ourselves with like 10 hour work days and you look back and you're just like, I haven't had a day off in a decade. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not intentional. Maybe that's not what you want to do. And so it's a good check-in, even if you think that you aren't a victim of the kind of stereotypical pressure to have a certain balance. Maybe there's just some things that you're falling into unintentionally yeah. and you to reset. Yeah. Yeah. And it, because it's hard to be mindful about, you know, these different areas all the time. And I think that's, that kind of is the foundation of our conversation here is that, you know, sometimes 
you're gonna sometimes it's gonna be an active choice not to spend X amount of time or energy on certain things, and then other times you're just gonna find yourself falling in and out of things, which is also fine. But I think that it's probably good every once in a while to do that self-check so that you do know what you're actually doing and if that matches your values or not. Yeah, definitely. So that's the true assignment for the week. Yeah. I don't, I mean, you don't have to do it within a week because we won't, <laughs> but that's your assignment, your homework, podcast homework yeah. to do within the next week or two, whenever you have a moment, if you're feeling like you're unbalanced, for lack of a better word, you're stressed, you're not really sure where your time is going, you know, just reassess. And even if you feel great, make sure that you're on the right track. There's never a bad time for a check-in because if nothing else, you can pat yourself on the back and say, I'm doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And that feels Mm-hmm. And we don't even, we don't do that enough either. So no, we don't do that enough. So uh, yeah, we always just check in with ourselves when things are going wrong to mm-hmm. fix the problem. But so rarely do we check in when we're feeling good and say, "Hey, what's going right?" And then mm-hmm. right, give yourself a high five for saying, "Hey, I did a good job setting this situation up that I'm feeling good and things are going well for me." Yep, absolutely. So yes, do that and. Tell us how it went for you. We appreciate feedback. You can reach us on social media. I am at Rachel Gersten. And I'm at Jarell Carabello. And all of us. (laughs) All of us. And know me. There's three. (laughs) I was going to say, there's a third person. Know me. If you want to say hi to know me, you can also reach us at Viva Wellness NYC on Instagram and Twitter. Please do not message me to chastise me for not knowing that Kevin Bacon was in Footloose. I will delete your message. And if I got my references wrong, please don't shame me either. Oh, no. Actually, absolutely do that. If Kevin Bacon <laughs> is, in fact, not in Footloose, please message Jerome. No, I know that one's right. A bunch of laughing emojis. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You'd go on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and, like, say final answer? Yeah. People still watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Is that even it's still on? It's still on TV. Did I just date myself? Is there a cooler game show that I should have referenced instead? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. If you know a cooler game show that I should have referenced instead, I still watch Wheel of Fortune personally. Right. Also message that to us as well. But yes, no, no laughing about whether or not Kevin Bacon is in a particular movie or anywhere else for that matter. Please also leave us a rating and review. If you're enjoying the podcast, we love to read those and it also helps other people find us. So we would greatly appreciate it. And please join us again next time. Bye.